Well, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Hori Mas. This is Sammy La Vampira. And, we have... and I'm La Bruja, the birthday bruja. Happy birthday, birthday to me. How are you? How does it feel to be XYZ? I don't want to say you're, I don't want to put your, your age out there, you know? That's like fine. You want. All right. Fine. How does it feel to be 37? Oh, I thought you were going to say 37. 37, wow. guys. Woo, woo, woo. Almost 40. I mean, I hear 40 is like the new 25. Come on. It is totes. Totes my goats, guys. Don't fucking spit your water out. <laughs> totes my goats. My well, goat. we had a, a pretty good birthday celebration. We went to Epcot together. It was a blast. So much. We drank around the world like twice. And so we did Hollywood Studios. We also did Animal Kingdom. Then we visited my mom. We picked up my dog. We ate tacos. We, we had questionable choices with food items. We had elote. Yeah. <laughs> I almost died. Just kidding, guys. Um, yeah, almost. But other than that, it was such a fun-filled uh, birthday trip. We got uh, tattoos. We did. We did. We did. I got my first tattoo ever. They're and not matching tattoos, but we got tattoos. But you know what, though? I think it was such an amazing experience getting tattoos. I will say it did kind of hurt. Um, I was grabbing stuff that maybe I shouldn't have grabbed while getting a tattoo. But, like, my tattoo lady was super sweet and super understanding. Um, it being my first one, though. Um, I'm definitely going to get another one. I actually used to get hooked, guys. <laughs> so I would love to get my whole left arm just tattooed. This was probably my one, two, three. You're like 10th. This no? is like my eighth or ninth tattoo I get. So yeah. Wow, it is. Because it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh no, it's my seventh. Seventh nice. tattoo. So yeah. Nice. I think we have a little bit more. Okay. Nope, not yet. Soon. <laughs> Soon, she says. So this week for my birthday episode, I did choose two movies that I really enjoy. One is not that new. One came out this year. So we're going to start with that, Sammy. All right. So we have an amazing film. It is a Hulu original. It is called Fresh. It's 2022. It's um, The genre is horror slash thriller it's an hour and 57 minutes um the director her name is Mimi Cave we have two amazing star characters in this movie Sebastian Stan which mm. chef's motherfucking Fucking winter soldier baby oof uh, and then we have the beautiful ah uh, beautiful Daisy Edgar Jones mm -hmm. um I will say I haven't seen her in any other film uh this being the first film I have seen her in She's an amazing actress. I don't know a lot about her, so I don't want to. I don't want to assume this is like her upcoming film. But I will say, after her being in this film, she's already starring. She's going to star in two other movies that are going to be very. Well, they say it's going to be very good, so we shall see. Um, great film, though. Mm -hmm. Great film. Uh, I'm going to give you a little synopsis of this film. Okay. <clears throat> 
The horrors of modern dating are seen through the eyes of a young woman who is battling to survive her new boyfriend's unusual appetites. Um, I will say boyfriend is a strong word. I think they were just dating, but that's me. Yeah, it was totally early relationship. Early. Um, it was like they're set. Um, I don't know. I mean. They were under 10 dates, guys. You know what? Now that I think about it, what can we consider this a Hulu original? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. all right starting off right off the bat starting off right off the bat I will say this movie was great I was very confused when it came to the timeline of this movie meaning was it 21st century was it 1970s because oh, you're right their outfits and the interior of the, um, house. His the house. houses yeah because her house also gave me like very 1970 vibes no, this movie is straight, like, it's 21st century. They just, their outfits, and I guess... They're I hipsters. <laughs> I don't know. I, I know. I didn't want to use the word hipsters, but I'm kind of, in my head, I'm like, okay, I mean, this would be classified, right, as hipster? I think so, like vintage modern, chic, I don't know. Modern history? I don't know. It's a great film, though, great film. Character development is amazing. Um, I mean, right off the bat, you don't know a lot about um okay sebastian stan is his name but his character steve. is steve, but also his real name is brendan in the movie but he goes by steve you know, to the, or to the is it um you don't get a lot from this guy you just see this this guy who i mean he's got away with his words also his dancing mm. amazing um but i will say there's something about this movie that keeps you intrigued i don't know if to give too much information from this movie because i do think it's a great film um, you know also it's it's pretty it's a pretty fresh film it's not like an older film it literally came out this year oh my god i didn't mean to do that i love that though. i love that <laughs> yeah no it's a pretty new film it's pretty fresh so a lot of people probably haven't seen it so yeah probably not get too much not like the other movies we talk about which are like decades old yeah um you know the movie pretty much shows again this uh it shows daisy who her name in the film is noah um it just shows her and she clearly in her dating is her dating lifestyle is not the best she's kind of dating douchebags out there and then she meets this guy and she uh kind of falls for him fairly quickly and he invites her to her to his cabin um, and she's like, yeah, I see nothing wrong with it. Why not? And it turns out he is not who you think he is. He's uh, He's got a big appetite, that's for sure. Damn, I think we could say a little bit. Okay, go for it. Go for it. You go. I don't want to get yelled at if I say too much. No. You guys, we're going to have to put it in the in the subtitles. In the subtitles, in the captions. <laughs> spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Okay, also trigger warnings. Um, yeah. He is a cannibalist. But he also partakes in the capturing and selling of human meat in the black market. So we do like, oh my God, he loves Noah. I mean, I think he really liked her. I, I don't even know. No, I will say I think he liked her only because, um, mind you, you know, he does this because this is his job, right? Like, this is what he does to survive. Um, so he has other women who's also captured in his place. Um, and from all the other stories, she's the only one who got to actually have sex with him. 
all the other girls were like, whoa, like, they were like, huh. wow, you have you must have liked you, which, you know, is kind of a compliment, but also at the same time, is it? Because where am I? Where am I right now? I'm about to get like, tricky. yeah, it's kind of like Stockholm syndrome. I will say, though, in this movie, he fed these women. I mean, yo, mashed potatoes, papa fritas, mac and cheese. You got me some steak one with some A1 sauce. All right. I see you. I mean, that's sweet. Another it's one. All, but- it's all about the papa life. Right? Like, you know, and the room is kind of nice. I mean, not that I'm like, you know, justifying. Not that we're, not that we're suffering Stockholm syndrome because we think but like, You know what it is, though, too, is that he's also really fucking attractive. Yes. And it's kind of hard to see it because it's like, like, I, I, I would not put fault on any of these women who got captured because, like, again, he's really attractive and he doesn't give you psychotic ass vibes. This gives you that that gif or that video from TikTok of the kombucha girl where she was like, I mean, uh, no, oh, I mean, yeah. maybe. But, mm, I, it's, it's something about it, though. I will say, though, I really, I mean, right off the bat, favorite character for me in this film was Molly, um, which is Noah's best friend. Girl, she she oh, goes to all lengths to find out who this man is, and I gotta tell you, God forbid, if this is a situation that's going down with you, I would do the same. And let me tell you guys, bump it to someone at Publix, and I was like, "Yo, let me tell you, if you have an iPhone, share your location with your friend. I share my location with Sammy. Yeah. So if like, something happens and she can't reach me, look up my location, girl. You gonna find I got me. You. Don't you worry. Don't you worry." like I got you and that's like, my thing I I love her character because man she goes she goes to all the lengths to find out who this man is and to find out that he is actually leading a double life uh, actually, a, a triple life of anything triple. who knows oh you're know. right you're right you're right you're right I'm but not- as you know from what the movie portrays he is uh oh for sure a double life he's got a whole a whole ass family out there. A whole ass family, which fun. I think. Oh his no, no, wife... for, sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. I know where you're going with this. Yeah, she is. She, she is. Look, I mean, first of all, hold on. Let me see if this is what you think I'm saying. I think his wife, yeah, was his favorite at one point. Yeah. And yeah. okay, it's and then not so right now she's his wife, and she has a missing leg because he sold her yeah, leg. A whole missing leg. That's Which crazy. you know what could have been kind of um foreshadowing in the beginning of the film because he brings out this whole oh, leg. leg, yes, like he's cooking he a whole leg and like then... he's about to make a, a lechon in the cajachina. Yo, for real. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, not even two scenes later, you see his wife like with no leg, and you're like, Oh man, you guys, let me tell you, cannibalism is one. I mean, not that I'm partaking of it, but I'm just saying I've seen like movies and stuff. What's about but, no, is one of the reasons why I'm not a fan of pork. Oh man, I love pork because it just looks so similar to human when I mean, it's raw. I mean, like, when I'm talking about pork, I mean like the whole pig. Like, I mean, yeah, that's what we ugh. do for Nochoena, man. Like, you, yeah, no, my family doesn't do pork, but um, I, 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 I can't even say I don't like it. I, I love it. I mean, I do love me some bacon, though, but I just don't want to see it in the form that looks closest to human. Yeah, I feel you. All right. Um, So from this movie, which was a 
a scene that you're like, really, bro? Really? Come on. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm like, I got people <sighs> over here, man. Um, when they got out and the fucking lady, I don't even know which, who she was. No, that was his wife. His wife. Like, Doug, you got out. Help us get out. I mean, you know what it is, though, is that she got out, right? With the exchange of getting that, right? Not having to work. She's got two twins out there that she's trying to feed. Probably raising them to be total fucking a-holes of the world. Who knows? I don't know. I can't judge her teachings either. But, you know. Um, yeah, I know. I think for me was, a again, I do not agree with what he's doing out there. But, you know, the women that he captures, I got to tell you, they're all fairly thin. Why aren't you going out there capturing some thick Listen, girls? Man? You know what? Because it's harder to carry us. Thick thighs <laughs> lives, man. Well, thick no, thighs save lives, guys. But I promise you, he kills me. It's just going to be like getting some work done. Listen, guys, I will give you the spoiler. There is a scene where he cut a piece of Noah's ass and I kind of was like dot 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 what ass oh yeah and I'm like guy come on like not not to say but like if you were to capture me you'd be like all right this is this is like yeah if you were to capture any of us there's there's I mean you can probably slice my ass like four times like you can do mine twice maybe two and a half if that right but like my thighs be out here I mean, I would even suggest to just take some of my arms. Listen, I got the little dangly arm stuff. I got no, the. I would, I would literally be like, hey, man, I know we got to do this because I did you dirty, but like, do you mind doing this at least? I would just- legit tell him to start chopping off my um, my insecurities. No, at that <laughs> point, you might as well, right? Like, also, like, you're going to get her ass, bro. Like, she's out here already kind of thin from, from what I pictured in this movie she doesn't really have like a lot of like the boobies like man you gotta get her ass come on bro why don't you do and like get her fingers and listen we're not like condoning cannibal no oh my goodness no no but it was just so like dog she didn't have that much on her to go off like why are you doing this to her her dirty bro i'd be pissed because i'd be surviving this film and i'd be like really bro you just took my ass my now i have to go out there (laughs) jokes on you I was going to reduce it anyways. Jokes on you. I didn't even like it. That No. <laughs> um, who was your favorite character? It was, yeah, her too. Oh, Ride or die okay. friend. I like that. Or even sometimes the other guy who was like, where am I going? <laughs> Their friend. That guy was honestly hilarious because this movie was really like women empowerment. So I feel like his character was just there for the ride. Because towards yeah. the end, when, like, he was there to, like, you know, like, help them, help them escape. He was like, nah, I'm good. I'm out. So you guys yeah, he just did. He was like, nah. Y'all, like, y'all. he justified him trying by driving there and being like, ah, I heard some screams. I'm not, I'm not about this. This isn't my journey. I'm good. Bye. He, he wasn't. He did not. He wasn't about that life. He was not about that life, which I get it. I did, like the whole um the women empowerment thing i did like that that all three of them fought together oh yes her and some of the other victims yeah yeah i thought that was that was good um it really is hard though because sebastian stan like um well steve he's man he's got away with his words like i get it i did like 
didn't you enjoy like Noah's character, how she turned it all around and was like, you know what? I'm going to play this character so you can be more attracted to me and want to fucking let me out of here. Oh, I yeah. She was like, I'm going to manipulate him. In another in another universe, I would have wondered if this film would have been differently, if she would have had a similar lifestyle as his current wife, or he would have been like, oh, I'll just have two families separate from each other. No big deal. Mm. Right? I always wonder that. I Again, no shame to this film. I loved it. I love the ending. I love everything about it. I thought it was, I loved everything about this movie. I thought it was great, you know? Um... I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Would you survive this film having having it been the same thing? He's like, come to my cabin. You take a you take a drink. You take a shot. Boom! It's spiked. no because one, I'm into toxic guys. I would have fallen for his tricks. Oh, wow. He would have taken to me in his house. I'm even like, yeah, we gonna get it. He's gonna be like, girl, we're taking shots. I'm gonna be like, bet. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna take shots. It's not gonna look good for me. And then he's gonna keep me hostage for a long time because there's a lot of me to cut off. So you guys, I'm done. I, you know what? I want to say I would have made it because I like to, you know, have that confidence in me in every little scenario. But I don't know if I would have because, again, Sebastian Stan's got away with his word. I mean, oh. Steve, I would have been like, ah. and his thinking. and the way he looked at you, like, yeah. And it, honestly, his dancing was like very like, it was very quirky but also very attractive at the same time that I'm like, I dig this. I dig this about you. Oh, kind of like that Spider-Man movie where Tobey Maguire. Yes. Yes. Like it was kind of cringe, but at the same time, it's like, it's not though. It was like, Oh, that's cute. Um, what was your favorite moment? Oof, my favorite moment was when um, Steve decides that he wants to treat Noah to um, a little homemade plate, mm-hmm. then they proceed to the bedroom and she is ready to suck on his oh and she bites the shit. Oh my God, that moment really just, oh my God, I was like- no. And I like how they filmed it too. That scene is my favorite. It was kind of like they were, he was kind of high or drunk and- He's like, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. And then <laughs> no, and she like bit it. Like honestly, I would have I I I mean again, this is what you you would want to do. I would have wanted to bite the shit out of it and then also with the same hold, pull his balls with my <laughs> bare hands, oof, and shove it in his mouth and go, Rata. I mean, that seems like a lot though, right? Like I feel like she was on the time crunch. So good for her for biting his wiener off though, right? What was your favorite moment? No, no, that one legit was my favorite moment. I was like, hell yeah, girl, get it. Another favorite moment, if we can choose two, was when Noah... Okay, when... No, you can't. when can't choose two. Well, guess what? In this show, I (laughs) can't. When Steve's wife um, runs after Noah and, like, tries to choke her out and, like, stab her with a knife, and Noah was like, yo, I don't have time for this bullshit. And she fucking smashes her face in oh god that was beautiful. she does right she does and i got for a, a second i thought that she had done that to steve but then i remember she had bit steve's peepee off so i no, was confusing the two but no you're right oh, oh. so um all right so we know steve is the killer <laughs> i mean yeah oh okay 
que pinga moment. When Steve is treating Noah to a little dinner, is he feeding her human? Baby girl, of course. Oh my God. I was like, is she for real right now? I was like, Noah, mama, please don't eat that. Pretend. She was like, oh, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Me, 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 me. And I was like, and the fact that then when he says that he keeps them alive to keep the meat fresh, because if you kill them, then the meat goes bad. Yeah. I was which, like. Which, I mean, sounds like an accurate fact. Yeah, but. Again, I don't know because I don't. Do but this. when they kill cow or whatever, they kill That's it. Different. Um, that's different it's a, it's it i think it's a different concept only because like i love how you're so knowledgeable in no because no because human that, meat storage because that's the meat that we're so like programmed to eating from little so like we wouldn't know the difference if well because they want fresh right? meat they don't want exactly. exactly not that again guys i am not condoning this so i do love meat, not human meat. okay okay you know what okay. um <laughs> All right, so we know Steve is a killer. Uh, out, of, out of 10, 10 being the best, what do you give it? Honestly, I'm going to go right off the bat and say a 10 um, because I truly enjoyed the film from start to end. I did like that I was very confused in the, in the, and the fact that I didn't know what era it was, but I also enjoyed, I just enjoyed the whole movie itself. I really enjoyed it. And I it, I did too, same. It makes you kind of, again, it makes you like both characters, knowing that you're not supposed to like Steve. You're kind of like, but I kind of like you. You're like misunderstood, right? You I hate when I'm not supposed to like him. And you were introduced to like human me. You know, you were really so young, weird. Real, which again, you see, like you're programmed to like a certain thing, and he was programmed to like me, human me. So, like for him, he's like, "Yo, this is fine. I don't see what's well. It's so taboo." But in my head, I'm like, "Papa, get it together, man. You're not supposed to do this. I mean, come on, Papa. Papa, I mean, please. Papa, please, please, girl. Yeah, I also give it a ten out of ten. I think this movie was really good. Um. I do have two fun facts. Well, I, always, I always say fun facts, but how fun are they really, right? I don't know. Lately, they haven't been that. No, 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 no. Go, go, go for it. You're going <laughs> to break my heart. They're always fun. <sighs> this yeah. was um, the director's debut. That's That was that was the one that I had. Okay, cool. No, this okay. is her first film. And pretty good. If I may say a little slow. And then... Um, my other fun fact was when no one Steve first meet in the supermarket, there's a large sign in the background that's shown between them that says fresh meats. Oh, nice. Fun, right? I like that. Okay. You okay. Well, guys, a great movie. Por favor, give it a view. Por favor, please. Please. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm all over the place and I'm trying to eat this chocolate really quiet. And you're doing a great job, to be honest with you. I, I only you know, noticed school eating. fundraisers, world's finest. Oh but, my God, I brought some too. Where is it? But we ran out of almonds, so we're doing wafers right now. Still not bad. Let me tell you, every time my kids bring these damn chocolate boxes, I forget to say no. 
And then I ended up just paying for the whole box and just leaving it there. We've been eating chocolates for like six months. Okay. So next movie that we're going to talk about is Cabin in the Woods. And I got to tell you, it's one of our favorite movies. I do not want to hear poo-poo on this subject. Yeah, no um, poo-poo, guys. If you don't like this movie, I don't know how I feel about you then. No, no, no. It's okay. You guys can dislike it. But when I hear people say they dislike this movie and I know two people that we both know too, I'm like, yeah, why? It's very questionable. I'm like, why? Like, it's got everything. It's got, it's got comedy. It's got a little bit of, um, what should I say? I mean, it's definitely gory. It's definitely gory. It's definitely gory. Yes. Like some romantic stories on the side. If you want to talk about you got a bromance developing right in front of your eyes that's been developing for years. I, I mean, love it. I don't even know. I can just keep talking about it. But you know what? I'm going to let La Bruja. And, and just because I love this movie, um, this movie also has my grand zaddy of grand zaddies. Okay. okay? You know how there is like. Can we rephrase that sentence though? Our uh, grandson, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, baby girl. I so mean- not only do you know, you're like, wow, this guy's a zaddy or a daddy. This guy, because he's an older gentleman, he is my grand zaddy. Okay, this man is so hot to me. Bradley, there's Whitford. something. Of, oh my god, and there's and like, as the years go by, and like he's just like fine wine. His aesthetics, right? It's just, oh my god, it's really. I, honestly, I think he looks hotter now, older than when he acted in the eighties. Oh, same, same. So he's super hot. I love him in in Handmaid's Tale. I just love him and everything and anything. But anyways, synopsis for this movie. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> Cabin in the Woods, 2011, rated R. You can, it wasn't Hulu for a while. It's not, no longer. It is on Prime. It's an hour and a half. It's a horror mystery thriller. Director is Drew Goddard. And writers are Josh Whedon, Joss Whedon, and Drew Goddard. So, synopsis. Five friends go for a break at a remote cabin where they get more than they bargained for. Discovering the truth behind the cabin in the woods. This movie is like so good and I feel like first time watching it you're not really sure. You're like, what? oh no. Yeah, you're like, oh it's for sure. This is legit. And then you're like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> and then you're like, wait, what? And it just keep going, wait, what? Until the end of the movie. Also, the actors in this movie, you have Fran Kranz, Chris Hemsworth, Kristen Connolly, um, Jesse Williams, Richard Jenkins. Um, you have Bradley Whitford. Like, it's oh, such a good... The dad, I don't I mean, know his name, but the dad from Step Brothers. I mean... Oh, yeah, yeah, Richard, Richard. Richard. Yeah, I mean, the movie itself is very good. It is. It truly is. It's a horror comedy. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's amazing. But when you first watch this, I didn't think it was a comedy until the end. And then I was it's like, a- 
little tricksters. It is so, so, just so good. You know, it being one of your favorite movies and one of my favorite movies, um, I feel like this is a movie that like we can watch a million times so many times and find so other so many other new facts that were like oh shit i didn't even realize that yeah right? yeah i watched this movie so, <laughs> so i watched this movie and i included it because i literally had to watch this movie after watching last week's lanterns lane because it was oh. so bad this like cleans my palate like mm, let's forget let's forget Let's forget that happened. Let's just cover it up with some cabin in the woods, you know? Uh, some good old cabin in the woods. It never fails um, me. No, I mean, would you say that I feel like there were scenes that, I mean, I know they, they, they did make that a point to say it in the movie that um, each person in the cabin has like a specific characteristic to them, you know, that gives it like the oomph, like you have your jock, your... I don't want to say nerd because he wasn't. It wasn't really a nerd character. I would say you he was. There was no nerd. The pothead was the jokester. Is what he the was. The jokester, yes, yes. The Joker, yeah. Uh, but what? Like- but what is so interesting about the movie is that they don't necessarily pick people who have these characteristics. They somehow force these people to fit those characteristics because, like the blonde girl, she wasn't blonde. Yeah, she and was. she was super smart. What so I think they did something to her hair dye that did something to her chemically inside to make her sound more bimbo-y so that she could fit. Like, how did you know she was going to get her hair done? Because it's like the government, man. They're watching us. I mean, yeah, this, this, oh God, this movie is so good when you really think about it. It really is. And then you think about it and you're like, am I? My listen, guys. I'm the biggest conspiracy theorist of life. Okay, I freaking love every conspiracy theory. So this movie makes me be like, maybe we live in a simulation. Maybe nothing we think is real is real. Maybe the government is watching us. Like, I mean, when you think about it, yeah, I can see. I can see where where that can happen. There and you know what? I always think that. that like in movies that are like this. People don't just come up with like, hey, you know, it'd be a great movie idea. I always feel like either this is happening already or somebody's thinking about making it happen. Therefore, they have the idea. I'm going to ask you this because I have it on the tip of my tongue. What is your what the fuck moment or like, oh, my God, that I never saw that coming type of moment, you know? I mean, it was pretty early on when I realized the control panel room was controlling their outcome. For me, it was that they're in an area that is housing all these creatures slash like spirits slash serial killers slash other like human beings or humanoids, whatever uh that they've created to kill. That was crazy. It kind of. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, my real what the fuck being a moment. Like a 13 ghost where like all the ghosts are coming out. And you you know know what it really felt to me was towards the end when you realize that this company or whatever they are have to perform these rituals in order for the every year in order for the world not to end. So they sacrifice these group of characters. So the gods or whoever it is. So that the Lord, yeah, the whatever they're called are satisfied and don't destroy the world which is like what which crazy enough 
If you watch the uh, movie The Eternals, it's kind of like I haven't seen The Eternals. Well, think when you watch that, remember this what we're talking about because it's kind of it's yeah, it's kind of like that too. Oh man, I mean, it. I also think about it like so. How long has this been going on, right? That like centuries. You've gotten you've gone so far. I mean, would you? Would you like question? Would you wanna, knowing I don't want to? No, I want that job. <laughs> no, no, knowing what it is, right? And you're there and you're like, okay, if I pretty much like take away my life, I'm going to be saving a thousand. I mean, well, really- if you think back, uh, the Aztecs used to think the same thing. They would sacrifice a virgin so that oh. the gods would be happy and they wouldn't destroy their crops or it wouldn't destroy whatever. It's, it's been happening. It's true. It's, it has. Yeah. I so mean, I mean, not to this extreme of this movie, but you know, yeah, we're like they're happened. housing a bunch of like killers and stuff and creatures, you know, like hey, which is so wild. This movie is so like this. Uh, this movie also hits on like a lot of like yeah. So I have so I have a bajillion have a of, fun facts. Same, same, same. Okay, how about how about we start with there? How about you give two? I give two. Okay, you- my first fun fact is the thermal mug. There was a bong. Mm-hmm. was a functional mug and a bong oh shit really it was legit and they sold that one for five thousand dollars i mean it took them it cost five thousand dollars to make that can you imagine a functional yeah. i mean not me but you know functional bong coffee mug situation five thousand dollars to make that thing that seems, that that's seems wild that's a, that was a good well my other fun fact is about the director um and this is where i'm telling you that i feel like where my conspiracy theories going? At some point, somebody <laughs> thought about this. So he says that he drew a lot of his inspiration from this movie, uh, where he grew up in Los Alamos, in Los Alamos, New Mexico, uh-huh. at, where the place is filled with scientists and coworkers all going about their business and living seemingly natural routines in ordinary lives when they're literally working in a building in this building working on nuclear weapons and that could potentially destroy the entire world. And that's crazy that he grabbed inspiration from that to this, which again, you can see it. Yep. Cause you see these guys in this office space situation and they're all just like, Hey, how you doing? Hey, morning coffee. See you later or whatever. And it's like, what is happening? You're doing rituals down there. Isn't that crazy though? Yeah. I have another fun fact. Um, okay, so you know the opening scene where it's um Bradley and Richard and they're in the hallway just like literally talking shit. Mm-hmm. So that opening scene is actually meant to confuse the audience of what the movie really entails. It it really confused me the first time I saw it. So it, it says here that they were actually purposefully they wanted people to think that they sat down for the wrong movie, but they had to convince the studio that people wouldn't walk out of it. So that was kind of like the idea behind it. I love that. I loved it too. I thought I've, and I also really enjoy when a movie doesn't start off with the name of the movie. It starts off with like a little random intro. And you're like, what? Fresh Fresh starts off with the intro. And then 30 minutes into the movie, it says fresh. Fresh. The, you know, the opening scene credit starts. So you're like, what the fuck? I like this. I like this about the movie. Yeah, me too. Um, the other one is the wolf head had powdered sugar on it. Oh yeah, you saw. Okay. No, no, I read it, but say it, yeah. And I thought that was so weird. So, um, okay, what did you think that was like kind of odd about it? 
well, first like of all, the whole had- scene is weird. But <laughs> but I was reading that they did it like that so that she wouldn't be grossed out. Because uh-huh. like, it's a taxidermy, taxidermy um, wolf like, head. Mm-hmm. So they just put like a little bit of sugar on the... Um, yeah, and the wolf's mouth is uh, open, so you see his teeth the tongue, and yeah, and the tongue is made from silicone. It's detachable, so like, but they did it so it, it was kind of like okay, like let's make it a little more appealing for her. I did think though that scene was so. I really did feel like that scene wasn't meant to be in the movie because the way that she made out with that wolf's tongue, I was like, girl, you're going real hard, real deep, real quick, real intense. Lot. I was like, yo, chill out. It is a lot, dude. Which was um, funny because the girl goes, she would never do that. That's so weird. Yep. And they did make that a point to do it often in the film or like even the guy, the, um, um, oh my goodness. What is his name? Um, the pothead. God, yes. What is his name though? Well, I have another my tongue too. Marty. Marty. Marty was like, oh, uh, for the jock head, for the jock head. For the guy who's supposed to be like the jock, he's like, why is he acting like that? Like this guy is is this guy is getting like a career uh, doctor's degree. Like, yeah, he's like, like, why is he acting like a jock when he's not even and he's on a like a total dick too? That's what yeah, he's like, he's not even on an athletic scholarship. He's on a full um uh, academic scholarship. All right, my and my two fun facts. First fun fact: the script was written in three days. So both writers had just come off failed, like um, they failed at something, at writing another film. They both bombed. They couldn't do it. So they were like, you know what? <laughs> Let's give it a shot, bro. We're going to go lock ourselves in a hotel room and just write. So they wrote the whole weekend and they wrote this. Wow. And I was like, I love this. But OK, my second fun fact is Okay, so you know how them trying to get these kids to do whatever, to be sacrificed, it's all a ritual. So in the movie, you see that their other countries are failing at the rituals, so they really need these this ritual to go through. So all these rituals for other countries are refer- refer- references to various classic movies and monsters. Yep. So the Kyoto ritual is a reference to Ringu, the ring but yeah. the Ringu, the Japanese version. And then in Buenos Aires, they had the ritual, which was a reference to King Kong. And then the Stockholm ritual is in reference to the John Carpenter's The Thing. And then the Madrid one references um, and has an appearance of Dracula. Oh, I like that. I thought that was super cool. That's actually, which makes sense because the ritual that I saw with the girl, with all the schoolgirls, I was like this, it's giving me a lot of ring vibes. Literally, the only thing I thought about while I was there, I was like, totally the ring. Right? Yeah. I, oh, I, let me give you this one because I read this what? one. All right, fine, you go. That was two, baby girl. All right, my two. I have a few, so let me say this one. Okay, the body count is officially 69, but technically it's way higher. Um, Technically, the death toll is supposed to be like on the count of like millions right, is right. What what well technically yeah the world ends so it kills everybody yeah. yeah um i think this was a a fun filled fact um horror icon heather um did the special makeup effects 
And who is Heather? Uh, she is a final girl. Well, the, yeah. Uh, from Nightmare on Elm Street. That's your movie, girl. Um, which I loved. I actually thought that was, that was actually pretty dope. They, like, it's cool, right? Because, like, you're the final girl in this movie, and, like, now you're... you're and her, much, and you're her husband. husband. Yeah, they yeah. helped out with all the effects. Um, the prosthetic makeup, monster's costume, makeup effects. And effect. created all the nightmare monsters, creatures. Dude. I I thought it was great. I was like, whoa, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, my fun fact. During the production of this film, okay, MGM saw the dailies of a scene where Chris Hem- Hemsworth was instructing his friends. On the basis of that performance, they signed him on for Red Dawn in 2012. And then two, year- two days later, Hemsworth was also chosen to play the lead in Thor 2011. However, both Red Dawn and Cabin in the Woods would ev- would eventually be delayed for several years when MGM went bankrupt and were only finally released a year after Thor was made. Look at that. You know, the whole time I thought his I couldn't. Off, so you know that I couldn't tell the timeline. I was like, what? Is that Thor? Yeah. Is and that- I was so confused, but it was a movie in the present that was filmed before he even did Thor. Yeah. So I was always like, what the heck is happening here? And I feel um, like you can, you can see it, right? I don't you know. You can Maybe. tell he looks way younger in Cabin in the yeah. Woods. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, um, this one I thought was hilarious, but the scene where Kurt asked Jules about the textbooks in the beginning, he's like, where did you get these? Who gave these to you? Oh, yeah. Who taught you about these? And she answers, I learned it from you, okay? I learned it from watching I you. So uh, it's funny enough, I've been watching on Netflix or Hulu. I want to say it's Hulu. It's a series called The Dark Side of the 90s. And they actually touched on it because they were talking about drugs in the 90s and the 80s. This is a take on a com- on a PSA commercial for anti-drugs in 1987 mm-hmm. where the dad asks, oh, it's on Hulu, where the dad confronts his son about drug paraphernalia and the, the son tells his dad, I learned it from you. I learned it from watching you. Like, <laughs> So they were literally just verbatim referencing oh, that. That's... And I was like, how funny. I just watched that the other day. How funny, dude. I, I seriously can't. Um, the full list of monsters includes a nod to Sin City. Now, this is a movie that I have not seen and I own this DVD, which again, I should probably watch it. Um, so there's a list, right? So the witches, a sexy witch, a merman, unicorns, there's also Kevin. Um, so pretty much this is a reference. Uh, it, it says here, it's possible that he's a reference to the relaxed, quietly sadistic slasher played by Elijah Wood in the movie version of Sims. Right, the monster Kevin. Yes. Yeah. Um, which I thought, dude, like, I feel like you, having known some of these facts, I'm like, I feel like I need to watch it now. Now yeah. I do. I was like, what? Another one, which I feel like is very noticeable is that the Breakfast Club helped shape the script. So it says here, who's the villain of the cabin in the woods? The college crew getting drunk, having fun, and just trying to survive. The government entity putting them through the ringer to save the world. The odd gods that demand blood. So it says here, um, Chris Hemsworth and friends don't want to die, but the entire world depends on them getting slashed. According to Goddard, we have we have him watching The Breakfast Club as an adult to understand the non-teens perspective to think for the Cabin in the Woods moral complexity. 
You get it? I... Yeah. No, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I'm listening to you. I was like, wait, I'm not getting a nod. Um... <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense though. And that's where my question comes. Knowing, because at the end of the movie, the two characters that are left, um, the two characters that are left, which is Marty and Dana. Right, the virgin and the Joker. Have to do. So it's like, they end up saying, um, fuck this. I'm not going to die for some gods. Like, how do I know if that's even real? Would you, knowing that it's that, like you're saving millions and millions, would you do it? I don't know. Right? Like it's- <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, I'm I so conflicted. Do I just die? Do I save the world? What are the odds that if I still sacrifice myself, the world will be saved? So did I just kill myself for nothing? Because I was going to die anyways? Yep. It's, it's, I thought about it and I'm like, man, like, would you though? Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm very selfish. And I'd be like, uh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'd be like, "Mm, is there another option? Because I'm not loving that journey for me. Oh my God. You know, what's crazy is that we named all these amazing actors and we didn't even name one of the best ones who oh Sigourney Weaver at the end she's the fucking voice I was like this bitch okay yeah that's how I felt about her narrating Finding Nemo too also I was like fucking Sigourney Weaver oh that's cute you've never seen you've never seen Finding Nemo too She's I the have... voice of the of the sa- of the of the place that saves the sea animals. Oh! But she goes, "Hi, I'm Sigourney Weaver." Like she'll say the whole thing. Oh! Oh wow! So I really just so then know. later Dory starts like going, "Oh, it's at the Sigourney Weaver place." Oh! And you have to watch it again. But anyways, yeah, Sigourney Weaver is like the voice, like the head honcho. She's the boss of the whole sacrificial government situation. What I don't understand is that every country has to do this ritual and everyone has to, it, it has to all work. Like you can't have one that's like, oh man, this, this wasn't our year dog. Like we're going to have to. No. Up. Yeah. It, it I, I, at least one of them has to, to, to go oh, through. The, Cause they were like, oh, we lost. Uh, they were like, oh, we lost last year to, to China. Those- Cause China always wins. So like they had to win. Some one, so they had said all these other places already failed, so it was up to them. But uh, China won, though. No, the, yeah, because the they didn't. Because they didn't get to kill everybody. They China beat them. That's why the little girls were oh, dancing. Oh my goodness! Yes, you're right. The idea of is that people have to die, not have the to die. Yeah, not the monsters. Whoopsie. Duh. So I still have three fun facts. I have two more, but maybe. Okay. First fun fact is the writer, Josh, I say Josh and it's Joss. Joss and the director, Drew, created over 60 different types of monsters alone that were created specifically for Cabin in the Woods. Oh, cool. And not only that, but I can't remember the exact same words. I don't remember. It was like, oh, oh, because they didn't have such a big budget for this movie, surprisingly, because it looks like it has a pretty decent budget. That's very surprising. I know. Like, so they didn't the 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 scene where all the little cubes with the monsters going around. Do you yeah. know that, that was created with a bunch of different monitors put together and moved at the as specific times? Shut the hell up. Lady. Yeah, because they couldn't afford whatever 
I don't know movie words um, to create that effect. Oh, special wow. effect. They couldn't afford that special effect. So somebody oh, had to literally put different monitors moving around to create that, which is wild. That's super. Okay, that's that's actually pretty dope. Um, my other fun fact. I mean, I have two, but it's my birthday, and I'm gonna say them both. <laughs> well, maybe you might not have this one because this one seems okay. So first is cabin in the woods took a lot of influence from a lot of films. Some of the films were The Evil Dead, the 1981 version, 1984, which is the name of the movie, Resident Evil, 2002, Friday the 13th franchise, Cabin Fever, 2002, and Saw, 2004. If you think about it, Saw, in Saw, they have to play a game and they're technically playing a game to choose what monster kills them. Don't even talk to me about Saw because I love Saw. <laughs> Uh, like that don't talk to me like, about Tobias okay that oh god it's just so good I can't I can't and then it. my last fun fact is oh I actually have another one but I'll wait for you to say um the camper that the characters drive to the cabin is actually a reference to the same camper from the hills have eyes oh oh wow okay look at that you actually didn't have the the look at that I thought you were gonna get this fun fact Oh, God. Um, so this was actually supposed to be tied into a video game, this movie, Cabin in the Woods. I mean, that makes um, sense. So what it was supposed to be is that the Cabin in the Woods was going to be ported into the already popular Left for Dead series, um, which is pretty much like they were going to fight the, uh, the monsters outside the cabin and then the monsters that were underground in the office. Um, so technically, there was still there are still left for dead monsters inside the queue facility in the movie but the new the movie never made its way into the game because the original studio went act went uh, bankrupt um and then it caused a delay in the release of the kill the movie yeah. Yeah. so it kind of killed the whole thing Ooh. so they weren't able to do it which i think it would have been honestly would have been pretty dope to have seen some of these monsters that you saw in a movie into a game and you have to yeah. fight to kill them kind of like choose your own adventure books Oh my goodness, yeah. Because they literally have to pick their own adventure with whatever uh, item they pick up in the basement. Yeah. Um, my last fun fact is because I was telling you about it earlier about the um the Joker guy, uh the pothead guy. Yeah, um, Marty. He's the only one who doesn't jump into the lake in the beginning. Yeah. He doesn't take off his clothes. And it, I read that it's because he was actually pretty ripped and that was gonna kind of take away from like the nerdy like pothead character he had so they only um never let him take a shirt off and he only wore baggy clothes so everybody was like ah he's kind of like a like a rip jesus <laughs> that's all they that's what they said about him um and then i googled him i just i'm sending a picture right now please let me know if you received it. i googled oh him and i was God. like look at his body yeah i know he's like super ripped good for yeah, him yeah i was like look at this guy oh my goodness i but mean anyways I, I would have not expected wow so i give this movie a 15 out of 10 i give it a 25 out of 10 i give it a bajillion out of 10 I give it. I give it infinity. No, I love this movie. This movie. Was, it's it's honestly a movie that I can see so many times and still find the humor 
still find it intriguing mind you having known what the hell the whole movie's about i know characters die how they die i still love it i love this movie and i'm just gonna say my favorite part is always gonna be um it's not bradley it's the other guy right robert who wants the merman oh my god he always wants the merman to be the way that kills the people and he never it's it's robert right or is it bradley no but that's actually a little fun fact i mean when when you see the movie you know what they're doing but um every year that they do this well it's they bet it's an assumption right Mm -hmm. that it's every year they bet on a list of monsters that they have and then whoever wins gets like a grand old prize of all that money yeah who knows what I wonder how much they get paid though. To Probably, I want to know too. But uh, he always picks Merman, and the Merman never wins. And at the end of the movie, when all the monsters and creatures get released, he literally gets killed by a Merman. And he looks at it, and he goes, "You gotta be kidding me, bro!" And then it's funny because the guy's like, "Oh, oh you don't want a Merman. The, the cleanup is too messy." So as the Merman kills him, there's fucking fluids all over the place. It's the most disgusting scene ever. I know that- it was kind of supposed to be like, you know what? You got your merman. You're dead, but you got your merman. You, you got your merman, papa. Also, so the you're merman also done. De venga. It actually looks like the sea creature or like the sea creature in the monsters in versus yes. alien cartoon movie. Yes. I don't know if I was expecting like, you know, obviously. King Triton. Mermaid. You see Ariel. <laughs> Ariel's got a banging ass body. Even her fins, even her little tail looks amazing. You're like, okay, cool. This merman, yeah, it was gross. Also, he was scary as shit. I would not be wishing for the merman to be killing out there. No, thank you. I mean, so where would they die in the lake? It was interesting. Yeah, you would have had to been at the lake the whole day. It doesn't look like he's going, far. yeah, but they would have manipulated the situation. <laughs> this movie is just so good, guys. Watch I this know. movie. Pay the two dollars. I think it costs like ninety nine cents or a dollar to watch it on Amazon Let's Prime. Find out. I can give you the answer in five. Oh, <laughs> so you know, two. My birthday week is over. This is a belated, uh, belated post. Oh my god, guys! You can watch this on Prime. It's called Freebie. Um. Oh nope. I take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back now, y'all. Let her take it back. Um, wow. it was it was called the cabin. There was another one called the cabin, and it has the same picture as the cabin in the woods has. So I confused it. Look at this. Isn't the cabin the other one we watched with the weird chick, in the and she dies in with no, the I kids? It says a young couple visits a remote cabin in the woods, but on the way on the way to meet, uh, um, they meet a suspicious stranger who holds a murderous secret. So nope, they- stranger danger. Yeah, for real. <laughs> well i'm glad we did these two movies for my birthday episode because i really enjoy these movies and you know what i'm probably gonna go watch it now because i love it so much heck yeah i'm probably just gonna buy the movie at this point because we i'm tired of renting it i know i don't know why don't we why do we keep buying it okay we're... that's on the other side guys that's on the other side Guys, great film. Please give it a watch if you haven't already. It's amazing. Just so we know for next podcast, uh, we are doing you can one of it. one of my favorite genres of horror, which is comedy, comedy horror. And it's called So my movie that I found that I love is Tucker and Dale versus Evil. And, and mine is Vicious Fun from it's on Prime. It is 
It is amazing, and it also falls into the whole genre of horror comedy. Horror comedy. It's a great, great. It's a great movie. Film. That one's it's more on like great. Prime slash Shutter. My yes. uh, Tucker versus Dale is available on Hulu. Oh my goodness, I love it. I if you want to like, also two good movies for you to. I mean, maybe not. They're kind of intense a little. I was like, oh, good movies for you to start off with, but no, they're a little gory here and there. So maybe. Oh, not. Vicious Fun is super gory. And Tucker vs. Dale is very gory, but it's also <laughs> from that comedy standpoint that you're like, oh, but it's kind of funny. I mean. Yeah, and then you're like, ha ha ha! Should I laugh? I don't know. Anyways, great movies. Go watch them. We love them. We love you. I love me. I love you. And I love us. I and love I love you guys too. No, for real. This is a. Uh, you know, this is fun. This is fun. And we're going to be better, guys. I feel it in my bones. Do better, guys. And by guys, I mean us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, guys. All right. Well, um, see you next week. We'll be right back. Bye. Bye.